0: Oftentimes in the Old Testament, God would speak to his people, Israel, through prophets. This was how he communicated. This was how he would reach out. And this morning we're finding ourselves in a place, in the book of Malachi, where the last prophet that God would speak to for a very long time hears a word from the Lord. Lord. Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. And this is what it says. It says, See, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord that you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come. And then for 400 years, voice of God would remain silent. Generations of Israelites would not hear from God in the way that their forefathers had. Instead, they would be waiting with faith. For Israel had been told that a Savior would come there was no sign of him they were merely clinging to that promise however many people were losing hope some of them even turned to other gods and Israel was left asking the question would the Savior ever come they asked the question did God abandon us did God forget the promises that he made to us Did he forget that we are his people? 400 years, Lord, where are you? And the hope that they had grew very dark. But in Luke 1, we see that God had not forgotten his people at all. And for the first time in 400 years, God prepares to speak as he sends the, the angel Gabriel to a man named by the name of Zechariah as we see in Luke 1. He shared with Zechariah through the angel that, Zechariah, your prayers have been answered. For your wife Elizabeth will have a son and you are to name him John for he is the one who will prepare the way for the Savior. He is the one that will prepare the way for the Messiah. Zechariah found everything that the angel told him was so. Then Gabriel, sent by God, spoke to a young woman by the name of Mary. See, Mary had found favor in the eyes of God, for she had faith. And the angel gave her the great news that God would bless her with a child. And he is to be named Jesus, for he is the Christ. And he will be the Son of God. Having faith, Mary clung to God, trusting that he would take care of her. Because you see, Mary was engaged to a man by the name of Joseph. And to be engaged to a man and to be with child was quite scandalous even by death. But Mary clung to God, and with great faith, she trusted that the things that the angel would tell her were true. Her fiancé, Joseph, contemplated simply quietly leaving her, but he also would be visited in a dream by the angel. And the angel told him the story that he was about to participate in. And so trusting in God, trusting in the Lord, Joseph took a crazy step and he stayed by Mary's side. For he believed what the angel had told him. And he believed that his son would be the Christ. Having faith, Mary and Joseph carried on. And it was a quiet, still evening. And a baby was born. There wasn't bands playing. There wasn't a hoopla made. There was simply a little child laying in a manger. You see, in a time... When all of Israel feared that God had forgotten them, that their God had abandoned them, God was actually clearing his throat to make the grandest statement that he could ever make. God was, in fact, very busy at work. God was preparing to speak in such a way that all of history would remember it and be based around it. He continued speaking ever so silently to the most unlikely of players. You see, for there were shepherds in the fields near Bethlehem, the town of David, out watching their sheep, when suddenly the angels appeared before them and declared, Today, Emmanuel has come. Joy has come to earth. The Savior is here. The angel told these shepherds to go and to see the child king and to go see their Savior. And with faith they went. And they found that all that was said was true. And with faith they glorified God as they returned to the field, having met Jesus. It was now eight days from the birth. And according to the law today, Jesus was to be presented at the table and he was to be circumcised. And this is what the word God Of God tells us about this account we find in Luke 21 through 32. During this time, there had been a man named Simeon, a priest of the temple, as it is believed. Simeon's name actually means obedient or one who listens. And Simeon desired more than anything to see the Christ. Simeon's, he he begged God, let me see the reconciliation of Israel. He said, I want to see the Christ. And so he prayed and he shared with God that before his days were done, that all he desired was to see Israel restored and to see the one who would do so. And how much of a blessing this would be. Please, O Lord, please, O Lord, allow me to see the Savior. Time and time again, Simeon would cry out to the Lord. But today, something would be very different because today you see God would speak while in prayer to God the Holy Spirit came upon him and revealed to him a promise a promise that he would see the counselor of Israel the Christ Emmanuel think about it 400 years of silence 400 years of nothing why would Simeon still be waiting why would Simeon still be listening Finding Simeon to be righteous and devout, God spoke and broke his silence to him. So Simeon, waiting with patience and vigilance, heard God because Simeon was listening. 400 years silence. Why on earth would anybody? still be listening? Would you? Would I? Why did Simeon not like the rest of the people simply give up? Turn to another God? Why did he simply give up and go do something else? Why was it that Simeon was able to maintain and listen for God? As we heard today it's as simple is the gift of advent that we're talking about this morning and its faith. See Hebrews 11:1 tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This faith was what the ancients were commended for. And by faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen does not come from what is visible. Or in my words, God made something from nothing. Faith is trusting in God when we have not even heard from Him in 400 years. By His faith, the man Enoch pleased the Lord, so the Lord spared him even from death. So we find these words in verse 11, excuse me, chapter 11, verse 6 of Hebrews, that says, Without faith, It is impossible for us to please God. And so with vigilance and patience, Simeon waited on the Lord, never knowing whether he would actually speak or not. But he had faith that God would. The kind of faith that one would say pleases God. So he did. God the Father spoke to Simeon. And in that moment, when Simeon heard the Spirit speak... In faith, Simeon dropped everything that he was doing and he ran to the temple. And when he went in there, he found Jesus, the Christ. He found Emmanuel. He found the Messiah. God's promise was true. And because he was obedient and dropped everything when God called him, he was blessed. Moved to praise as if just bursting from his heart, Simeon took the baby Jesus in his arms. he began a lullaby of praise saying Sovereign Lord as you have promised you now dismiss your servant in peace for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all people a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel Church the counselor has come today we celebrate the faith that so many had, so many that played a key part in Christianity, the Zechariah, his wife Elizabeth, Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, and finally Simeon. During this time of Advent, are you vigilantly and patiently waiting on God to speak to you like He did to Simeon? And if God does speak to you, will you have the faith to hear Him? Will you be listening? Or will you be too busy? After all, it is faith that pleases God. And haven't we too been told that Christ will return? It's said in Revelation 22, 7, that I am coming soon. And blessed is the one who keeps the words of prophecies written in this scroll. Church, let us listen with great faith that Emmanuel will return. Let us practice patience and vigilance and let us pursue Christ for this is the true gift of Christmas. Jesus was sent to this place to pay for the debt that each one of us owes. You see, when Adam and Eve ate that apple and they sinned, that sin separated us from God. We were created perfectly in His image. And this sin broke this. And if you repent from your sin, and you give your heart to Christ, for He is knocking at the door of your soul, Christ can mend you. Christ desires a relationship with each one of us. He desires for us like Simeon, for us to put our faith in Him. I pray that today is that day for you. That today is the day that you will put your faith in Christ. Because see, this season is the season that we remember what the angels said to the shepherds in the field. That today in the city of David, a Savior has been born. John three sixteen through 17 says these amazing words. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but will have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn it, but to save it through Him. Sin condemns each one of us to hell, and Christ saves us from it. Church, rejoice, because today if you put your faith in Him, He will heal you from the brokenness of sin that that was created in you so long ago when the serpent encountered Adam and Eve. And he will unify you with the Father. Emmanuel, God is with us, and he will set you free. The wages of sin is death, and Jesus gladly desires to pay the bill. Today it is my prayer that if you have not already, that you will find Christmas just as Simeon did. You will find Christ through faith. And I promise you this, as it was for Simeon and so many others, if you put your faith in Christ, you too will see the King. Father God, we love you. Help us, God, to have faith. Help us to be patient. Help us to be vigilant. Help us to be actively listening for you to speak. Because the reality of it is so many times, God, when we think that you're not there, when we think that you're not listening, when we think you've abandoned us, you're actually preparing to do some pretty awesome things. And so we, God, we pray in this time of Christmas that we would remember your son, Jesus. That we would remember that baby Jesus of Christmas Eve and of christmas day is the same jesus who on good friday will spread out his arms in a demonstration of love and lay his life down as a sacrifice so that we can forever dwell with you at your father's table and his love didn't stop there because even death could not conquer that kind of love and on that third day again that we know is easter jesus rose from the dead and now waits for what a, what a great gift, God. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray.